for legal purposes, <laughs> if there's anyone at higher up in Starbucks that yeah. is listening to this podcast, one, no, you did not hear that, and two, <laughs> that was legally a joke. So, yeah, um, uh, for, for legal purposes, that was a joke. Welcome to the Ground Heathens Podcast, where we talk about our favorite games, video game news, and just about anything else. My name is Matthew, and as always, I'm here with my best friends, Marissa and Sacco. And I'd like to remind everybody that there are no stupid questions. So I'm going to start us off with a question right now. Marissa. Hello. I'm going to ask you two questions, actually, because I, I have to do okay. the, the, the <laughs> obligatory. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? You're doing great. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. My second question for you. Do you remember what our first podcast that we ever released was? Oh, I do. I do. Yeah. I fondly remember it because it wasn't the first podcast we recorded, <laughs> which is <It> there <laughs> was there was a uh, podcast zero, which which never made it I guess, live. I, was, I don't even know if we that? still do. I don't think do we still have I was going to say, I don't even know. I if think we... I, I don't delete anything. So I still have mm, my I, I have to look through. I might have it. <laughs> but yeah, podcast zero. We learned from we listened yes. through it, I think, together. If I'm remembering correctly, and, and it was not good. Yeah, it was not amazing. It wasn't terrible though. I remember being kind of surprised at how good it was. Like we were not doing as terrible as we thought we were, but we definitely learned uh, quite a few things we shouldn't be doing. And then our first one was actually your idea. So our first one was talking about the 2020 uh, game awards. So so really quickly, just before we dive into that, I just wanted on record, Marissa said I had a good idea. Uh, I need, I need, we have the proof. <laughs> we have just, video yeah, and audio on record. <laughs> yeah, you do. Marissa said I had a good idea. Um, well, that takes me to my next point. Uh, it was my idea to do the 2020 Video Game Awards. And it's that time of year again. The 2021 Yay. Video Game Awards. It feels like just yesterday we decided to make a podcast. And, and now here we are reviewing a... A new year of video games. It hasn't technically been a year, so we're only on our 49th. Not quite. Almost. On our 49th we're, we're week. Close. So we've almost been doing this for an entire year, but uh, mm -hmm. a new year of video games to to award. Yes. Is the and, verbiage. Yeah. So at, as you said, you did have a good idea. And one of your ideas that was very good was to go back. And look at yes. kind of whether we held so, up to some of the promises we made in that <laughs> podcast, of which I'm sure I broke several because I love to think I'm going to do more than I am going to do. There's uh, a long list of games that aren't going to be played. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's going to be a couple that I know I definitely did actually yeah. get around to playing. So I'm excited to be like, ah, I did that one. <laughs> so my my first thing. So I listened to the very first podcast we ever released. Mm -hmm. uh that intro music is a game changer yeah. oh, I, was yeah. like, I was listening to it and we literally we we just we jumped right in i was like oh okay i guess we're starting um so i'm i'm honored and glad that we could we can make it 49 weeks um and we're still doing it i'm i'm honestly like i'm pretty pretty happy about that the first thing um that i want to point out other than the the music actually talking about the games is we we actually had a segment of uh, halfway through, you're we like, so what, what are you looking forward to the most? Like, what are you playing after looking at this list? What are what are you playing? And immediately, without a doubt, me and you both said Hades. And, and I did it. And we did. We played Hades. And um, some of the things that you said were is it, it looks you were interested about it because of the story. Mm -hmm. They're like, it wasn't like um, it's a, it's a top down like roguelike hack and slash. Um, and we were, we, we were both excited because of the story aspect. So my first question is, uh, I keep saying first as if, <laughs> as if you already haven't already, haven't asked, already asked, asked four questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my question is, did the story hold up? Was it worth it? The story held up. So 100%. Hades, I get it. Like looking back, I remember being really surprised because it was like this, like indie game that like everyone was 
obsessed with and everyone was just talking about it and they just nobody would shut up about it and I kept being like what the hell is this game like it doesn't have these like hardcore graphics it doesn't have this like immense you know RPG like story it's not this huge shooter like it just didn't seem like something that would get the the pick you know what I mean really and quickly so that- you said that exact sentence in the podcast you're like it's, it's, <laughs> like, it's top down it doesn't have like the like t for t <laughs> almost uh, identical so, some some things change <laughs> and some things really don't all right uh that's amazing but yeah like i just and i remember picking it up i actually i was i picked it up while i was in toronto visiting you actually so i was just hanging out um just kind of like in between you know when you go somewhere and you haven't been there in a while and your friends there and like you're in between seeing friends it was like one of those moments that I was like what game can I play that I you know will will burn a couple hours but I won't be like upset if somebody you know is like oh let's go hang out or something I was like well I'll give Hades a try like it's it's here it's on game pass like whatever and I was instantly obsessed the music pulled me in instantly and then the story was just so cool to like slowly uncover and then you know me I like an, a good challenge so <laughs> so the difficulty like, aspects I mean, were definitely really fun mid- yeah yeah so definitely i stand by um everything everything that we said we're basically like it's an indie game that got nominated for so many different categories and we were so excited about that so so now that we've actually both played it i think we can both say it, it definitely deserved the nominations that it got um mm-hmm. after playing it i i was about to say that i'm surprised it didn't actually win game of the year um yeah but game of the year went to the last of us 2 yeah yeah so i'm not that, I... i'm not i'm not that surprised like yeah, last it, of us 2 it, is it, yeah it just had a tough which... competition it was no knock on the game itself it's just yeah which is 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 interesting to me now looking back because i and i don't want to spoil anything about the last of us part two i know it's been out for a year now i guess but it still feels very new and i know a lot of Mm. people haven't played it matt you were one of those people and yeah and i know there have been spoilers that like some people can't really avoid at this point but i don't want to be a part of that also but I just like that is such a game that I'm never gonna pick up again. Like I'm just oh, yeah. I'm never. We've talked about this before. I'm never. I'm probably never gonna play that again unless I have this desperate urge to replay the whole series for some reason, or I want to stream it. Like that, those would be yeah, the two or, reasons. Yeah. Like five years from I, now, they come out with Last of Us Part Three, and you're like, shit, or, man, I yeah. need a refresher. Yeah, I might yeah. need a refresher or something. So if they continue that story, like that's where I could see myself going back to that. But it is interesting that it it took. And I still don't think it didn't deserve it. Like, it's such an anomaly in the gaming world for me to say something like this game that I'm not going to replay, which I am a replayer of games. And this game that, like, at moments I really, like, passionately hated and didn't want to pick back up, but also made me feel all the feelings you could possibly feel in the world. Yeah. Like, it definitely deserved it. emotional fatigue at the end of it. Yeah, and I like honestly, it was like let's pick up some Tetris afterwards. <laughs> like let's pick okay, up so- something that has no story. <laughs> no. I just want to watch Pretty Blocks fall. <laughs> so there's just just a couple things. I didn't want to cut you off, but I'm so glad you got all that out because where it went was perfect. Um, you said the exact same thing. Like 2020, you were like, yeah, like it won game of the year. I'm never playing it again. I'm never um, gonna. It's touch not it a fun ever game. Again. <laughs> we're not. And like you like the producer even said like it's not a fun game, but like it, it's like was this is the way it was supposed to be so like the fact that you touched all those i was like this is really like the 2020 what what you said in 2020 about the 2020 yeah. or in 2021 about the 2020 video game awards you still agree with 100 i can tell that the other yeah. thing is that um the one thing one of the questions was uh what game isn't here that you wish you did see and uh we all said tetris connected and we were like this game deserves <laughs> to be on like this we game was so good. we don't know when it came out and Sacco, you were like i don't know when it came out and we're like oh it came out 2018 so like obviously it shouldn't be here but yeah because we had just gotten is... the game pass and so we, yeah, we yeah, had yeah. just discovered it <laughs> we were and, like oh uh, my god this is, this new is amazing exciting. this is the greatest <laughs> and, and, game ever <laughs> and we literally said all three of us were like yeah like the one game that i i even said i was like if i can convince anybody to play tetris like that's the one game i would convince people to play 
and it's been a year and almost every other podcast were like yeah you guys should play tetris and you should play tetris <laughs> you uh recommended it again you said hey let's like after the last was to play tetris the one thing i didn't um did not agree with was i uh i said i would play the last of us too mm. i was like yeah one game of the year i should play it did not keep up my promise um well, i did not that's... keep up yeah i didn't keep up my promise but you guys had promises or not promises necessarily but you you said that there was games that you wanted to check out and i'm curious if you remember what those games even were i remember hades and that was it like, I remember talking about Hades and being like, I want to play this. And it took me until August to do it. <laughs> but I did it. Half a year. Yeah. Almost, o- almost over, more than half a year. But yeah, over half a year, really. But I don't really remember saying any other games other than. was Did Halo Infinite win most anticipated it, game? Uh, it won most. It won. It wasn't. I don't even think it was. So it was Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Oh, I would have said. Oh, it was Ragnarok, wasn't it? And Ragnarok was. uh, Yeah, was uh, most anticipated. Those games. Those are the ones that we said. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're they're still the every game that was most anticipated hasn't been released yet. Okay. Um. So the two games that that you said you wanted to play. Um. I bet you Ghost of uh, Tsushima was. No, it it wasn't. um, It wasn't. So Marissa, yours was Valhalla. You said that you were gonna. Oh, you said it was. You were actually planning to buy it, and you and you didn't. I was. You I bought was. Red Dead instead. Yeah, you, I did. Uh, yeah, you said I that it was that. it was on your list to play before, but after watching the awards, it, you were definitely gonna do it. And I, uh, I said that definitely really. <laughs> yeah, really it, was had a very it was a very passionate. Definitely. Uh, yeah, now might sure. be the time to get into it. They just released a huge DLC for it. There's like an expansion pack, I think, that they just released All for right. it. Because um, it's Valhalla and it's like uh, uh, some something Ragnarok is the DLC. And so it, I mean, I think now is as I've good heard, a time to get into it. I've heard good things. I have you heard know? good things. I've heard it for a year, apparently, and I've made promises for a year. So that's, <laughs> so, that's interesting to me. I, I I'm... I was pretty confident that you haven't played it. And like the reason why I went back and I listened to it is because I remembered both of us saying how badly we wanted to play Hades. And I was like, I need to go back and like now that we've played, I need to go back and see what else we recommended. Sacco, do you remember your game that you said you really wanted to play? Apparently it was Crash Bandicoot. As so Crash Crash Bandicoot was one of them. Um the other one that you said you really wanted to play was Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Oh, I did I didn't finish it, but I did, did play you it. Play... It was so very fun and I did love I loved How like how much of I didn't play game. very much of it. I, I played maybe the first Five couple minutes. levels. Yeah. Um, but I I it was one of those games where Did you I, play it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you did. I, did. I think because I know how your memory works, because you're a Matt. No, no, you Matt. you also nope, played it. No, 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 you don't know what I'm gonna say. You might <laughs> like have Jedi watched you might have watched one H one D play it. No, no, I played the game. I, I downloaded it on the yeah. Okay. I downloaded it on the Xbox and I played it. I didn't play a lot fight, of it, fight, but I played fight, it. Fight, it's fight, fight, fight. <laughs> it was it, um it was definitely one of those games where if I didn't have any other games at the time, I would have played it. Um, but I was I think that would have been around the time that uh, uh Cold War had just come out. Uh, Call of Duty, and so I was playing a decent amount of that, and we had just discovered Tetris, and so it was like, it it kind of got pushed to the side because the Tetris is such an amazing game, and um, Call of Duty wasn't completely broken to us yet. So, right, uh, really quickly, we do want to talk about the uh, 2021 Game Awards. So, Matt, was <laughs> there anything else you wanted to um, mention those, from that? Those. Oh, the one other thing that I thought was really interesting based off of the 2021 recommendations mm-hmm. um, and also so Animal Crossing came out in 2020. Um, two things that really blew me away while listening to it was uh, we did the quiz um, last week or two weeks ago. I don't actually last my week. time is it was OK. It was, so last week, last we did the week quiz, yeah. 
and it was like what was the most bought game march 2020 and i said something stupid yeah and if you listen to to the podcast i was like yeah I don't well, know it was it what console it was what console sold out in 20 had the most sales yeah. by march I, 2020 I, and we said you said PlayStation was, 4 or something and then there was, was there was switch there was a question that was like what game was highest grossing in march 2020 and that I said, was like i don't know like no it was like what no what game sold the most holiday season and it was a call of duty it was it was the the question yeah, was the console one and you were like oh it's a switch because yeah. everyone fucking bought animal crossing and then you um, had your whole spiel about you should charge it because the batteries don't last if you don't yes 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 and i had that spiel in that episode too um but yeah i I said in the (laughs) thing i was like i don't know if it deserves to win game of the year but it definitely deserves to win like it definitely it's definitely the 2020 like march 2020 game um and then also i said that it only got nominated for game of the year and for best family game so i was like Mm -hmm. so i understand why it's not going to win with only those two categories which is 2021 Game of yeah. the Year one best family game and also Game of the Year. I mean, I'm like yeah. blown away. Which so is maybe a great maybe Animal Crossing is more. Yeah, into um the 2021 list. And so I was gonna save the Game of the Year winner till last, but uh now that you've kind of sorry that it won a different category, I'm just gonna say <laughs> it. And if I mean, if you don't want to hear from us about the 2021 list, um, that's really sad because that was the title of this podcast. So I hope you know. Congratulations, you played yourself. You played yourself. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, go watch uh, from somebody else and then come back here if if you really want to, you know, figure it out for yourself. But uh, we will be just talking about them. So uh, the game of the year was actually It Takes Two. And when I saw that, as the winner, I was really excited because I remembered you talking about how the family games don't yes. tend yes. to win game of the year. And I was yeah. really excited, too, uh, because this is a game that we've had on our list together, Matt, to play together. Um, and I was really excited that it won because I'm pretty excited to try it with you. Yes. Um I thought the other nominees, so we'll just go through the nominees for Game of the Year. I won't do this for every category, but I am going to do it for this one. So the other nominees were Deathloop, Metroid Dread, uh, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. And looking at the list, I understand why It Takes Two is kind of the takeaway from that category. I think Resident Evil Village probably had a pretty good chance in that category as well. It was Metroid Dread, just because like Metroid Dread had such... Like, there was so a lot of hype. So excited! There was about a lot it. of hype yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, which is awesome. Like, I'm so glad that there was such a like hype, and like people were like just genuinely just so happy when it came out. Like, like it, that was that was such a fun time to be on like Twitter. Like, there were so many yeah. people who were just pumped. Um, Psychonauts but... Two was kind of the same deal. Like, a lot of people were excited about Psychonauts Two because they they never they thought they were never going to get a sequel to Psychonauts. Because it, right. it, it, it's kind of like a, it's not really a cult classic because it's it's a very, it's still a very popular game, but it, it was like turning into one of those things where like, it was such a good game, but it was just never going to get a sequel. And then yeah. they announced it and everyone lost their mind that they were actually going to finally get a sequel to this game. Deathloop is interesting to me too. I've heard from a lot of people that it's a very good game. Yeah. Uh, so if one of my other takeaways from just the top of this list right off the bat here, it is that I think that that might be worth checking out for me. I've actually had several people recommend it to me specifically, and you know how I deal with recommendations. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's, it's an interesting concept because it's kind of like, I don't know if you've seen the movie, but it's a uh, movie source code where like um, this guy, he relives an eight minute loop every time. And if he dies, he just starts from the beginning. And the game's kind of mm-hmm. the same deal where you, you play a mission if you die, you start back at the beginning. Or if you don't complete the mission, you start back at the beginning. And so, like, it, they kind of incorporate the, like, restart mission into the story, mm-hmm. which I thought was a really cool thing. I love when, the like, games do that and they take, like, a video game mechanic and incorporate it into the story. Like, Hades did a really good job of that, too. Of, like, the whole, like, like when you die, you go back and you, like, restart. It's part of the story because you're in the underworld. Yeah, that's and true so you too. don't yeah. die. Like where where do you go? You've died in the underworld. You go back to the underworld. Like there's nowhere for you to go. It 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 does circle quite nicely. Yeah, well, I, yeah. So, you've even said before that that has been like you're like, oh, I'm died, but that's okay because it doesn't feel. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel like I'm dying. It just feels like I'm progressing 
exactly everybody keeps telling me i'm not going to escape obviously when i die i'm not going to escape like this is yeah it takes the progression like the failure out of it right like it's it's part of the story you're supposed to fail you're supposed to have to try again that's what this whole game is built around and Deathloop kind of did the same thing but like on a like a more serious note i think than than hades did it yeah i think like personally i think the only contender would have been um like maybe resident evil like you said but like again that's a horror game and like a horror game winning game of the year yeah. i think is just I mean, as said this. i feel like you're calling it for next year now like a horror now next year's gonna be a horror game with the family game but i yeah i agree i just resident evil village was so big like i yeah. even saw stuff about it and i was actively like trying to avoid it and like they had me like sucked in a little bit to like a little bit like certain elements of characters and like i knew some of the characters names and I knew a little bit more about the story than I ever really should have. So, like, that one really stood out to me. I do want to move on to the next category, if we're okay with that. I mean, yeah, I was just going to say the only thing bigger than, I think, uh, Resident Evil Village is, like, an actual hippopotamus. <laughs> this is true. It's, like, the only thing bigger. <laughs> this is true. That's such a valid comment. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Amazing. All right. So the next category was best game direction and uh, Deathloop did not take home game of the year, but they did take home that category. Um, Very similar uh, uh, contenders as well. I think Returnal is the only one that was a new contender in that category other than the ones I mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I agree that that based off of the design of the game, I, I just get why it won. Like, I just get it. Um, kind of as you were saying, Sacco there. Uh, the next category was best narrative. So, uh, obviously this is for great storytelling. And this one was interesting to me because, uh, Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy one. Yes. Yes. When I, when I saw this category, so, um, um, Deathloop, It Takes Two and Psychonauts 2 also made like the, the list for best narrative, but Life is Strange was the, was the game I thought was going to win. Because well, the stories so in those games are very, very good, very well written. Um, but I've also heard very good things about Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy. And I really like the trailer and like the gameplay that they showed uh, at E3, I think it was, they saw it. So I'm, I'm not really surprised that Guardian of the Galaxy won. Uh, but Marissa, you wanted to say something? Well, I was just going to say that was surprising to me as well. I know It Takes Two has a decent story. It was also nominated... But I wasn't really expecting them to take home the story category. I was expecting maybe Life is Strange True Colors. I haven't played it yet. So I don't know if that wasn't actually such a fulfilling story. So this is actually really interesting to me. You know how I don't like when people recommend games? I actually feel like I really want to play this game even more now because yeah, it's like it didn't lost win. a category. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, why, why did it lose a category? I need to know now. I need to go fight for it. So one thing about the Guardians of the Galaxy that surprised me was that um marvel's avengers the other game that they made like absolutely sucked story-wise and like everybody like if you look at the comments everybody is like you're playing the same like it's like you're a superhero go save somebody and it's just like so repetitive it sounds like there's Um, not a lot of content in that game yeah but like live service game yeah 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 which is like so like it was just so repetitive so the fact that like guardians of the galaxy one like i i kind of really want to play it um, I've always wanted to play it, but now it's like kind of moving up my list because I genuinely want to see it. More importantly, though, the game actually uses like their main menu is this really nice magenta color, um, which, is, <laughs> which is also a driving aspect for me. I, I, it of looks course really it nice. is. It looks really nice. But is uh, magenta your favorite color? I, it's one of them, you know, <laughs> like a nice, neat, like a nice bright blue, a nice bright magenta. You know what you'd probably like them at? You'd probably like Life is Strange True Colors because, you know, maybe maybe it's probably magenta maybe in it. Just... There's, probably there, there's definitely magenta. In fact, I think there's magenta on the cover. So. Ooh, that's a nice right. cover. Well, uh, I did start playing Life is Strange. This uh, is true. Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll work through all of them. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. All right. The next category was best art direction. So, uh, so for outstanding creative and or technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Uh, Deathloop was the winner of this category. The other nominations were Kenna, Bridge of Spirits, 
uh, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and The Artful Escape, which I actually haven't heard much about The Artful Escape. I have not either. I also have not heard a lot about it. So, again, I think that this, like, it just sounds like Deathloop was just such a, like, well-constructed game. It makes it's it uh, is a Bethesda game like this, this, so it's not like a it's not really an indie game. It is it it did have a big studio behind it, um. But I I mean I it, I remember it it was a really interesting concept concept. Um, I never got the chance to play it. I don't think it's on Game Pass or anything. Um, you have to actually buy it. Unheard. Oh no, it might be on Game Pass. It's a Bethesda <laughs> game. Wild. I didn't. Uh, I, I I buy a game. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um. In this but economy, yeah, I, but yeah, I've heard I've heard really good things about it. So it it did win a, like a few awards, which is very interesting to see. So, mm-hmm. um, I so Deathloop it looks good. I don't know if it's a game that I'm really going to enjoy. Um, but I did look up the Artful Escape just just because like I haven't heard about it before, and it it actually looks really cool. It's it's about um. Like, basically, you have to try and es- escape the musical legacy of your uncle. Um, so a teenage guitar prodigy embarks on a psychedelic journey to inspire his new stage persona. So it's, like, very, like, psychedelic, very trippy. It's kind of 8-bit. Oh, interesting. Maybe, okay. six, maybe 16-bit. I don't know my bits from my <laughs> lefts and rights. But it's it looks like it's definitely, like, an indie game. Um, but it looks, it looks interesting. So I think I'm going to be adventurous and say I might check this one out. All right. And we'll see in a year if I do or not. (laughs) I have to admit, I had a little bit of internet connection issues, so I don't know if you mentioned this, but it has two things I I realized you would like, The Artful Escape. Uh, It's a six-hour game, which I know is your favorite. Sign me up. Sign me the fuck up. Right there. (laughs) And and look at all the magenta on the cover. It looks great. (laughs) It looks magenta. Listen, magenta will sell me. Like that's that's all I need. All right. So our next category is best score and music. So that pretty much speaks for itself. Uh, so the interesting thing I thought for this was uh, we started. This is where we started to see Cyberpunk getting yes. some, get nominated. Uh, nominations, yeah. uh, which yes. I thought was interesting and kind of bold that they actually made it onto any list. So that, I thought that that was just worth mentioning right off the bat here. Uh, but near replicant. Uh, I'm not going to read out all those numbers behind it. Oh, why well, not? But, it's it's uh, it's version one point two two four seven four four eight seven one three nine. That's it's a very important number. <laughs> it's the title of the game. Uh, so best score slash music. I haven't heard a lot about this game. I've heard a couple of people mention it here and there, but I haven't heard like I, I haven't had anyone be like, "You must play it." I haven't heard anyone be like, "This game sucks." Like I just haven't heard. Yeah, lot. I don't. I, I yeah I, I don't know a whole lot about the near replicant series. I know it's a Square Enix game. That's about the uh, extent of my knowledge. Uh, as somebody in kind of the Square Enix um, world, I I've heard good things. Um, I've never played any of the near games, um, so it kind of just went over my head. But I, I I mean the people that like them really. Really love them. Really like them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems like it has its following, and that's kind of that at the the point of it. But I, I don't know. Maybe it's worth trying. I I did say that that was one of the things that drew me into Hades. Yeah. So maybe that's a way to get into that game kind of thing. Uh, next one was best audio design, uh, which. <laughs> Very interesting. Went to Forza Horizon Five. I'm sure that's actually not a surprise to anyone who's picked up that game. Yeah, I I haven't. I I know Matt's a big fan of the I'm, series. Like I love, I love, I love, love, love Forza Horizon um, Four. Like I played way more than I thought I would of of Forza Horizon. I usually play racing games where I'll like do the generic like let me see if I can get to first maybe five ten races and then I throw it away yeah. four hours max little game filler in between games but forza horizon 4 was literally the game that i was like i need more of this game and uh forza horizon 5 like i'm not gonna spoil because we'll get through it but it won a couple so i'm surprised that a racing game actually like it hit it hit a couple of the things so i'm i'm really i'm really happy about that it was very Um, well done and 
Yeah, it's very well done game. Uh, I thought I, I loved the like, like the radio stuff. It really felt like live and like uh, I know Forza. I know you probably haven't played any of the like older Forza games. Um, I have not. They take a lot of care into like the audio design of the cars and stuff. So I'm not super surprised that they won like best game audio, like best audio design because they do. That's like one of their main things. They usually take a lot of care. And making sure the cars sound real because that's part of the whole thing. That's part of the whole immersion of getting in like a Ferrari. You want to make sure it sounds yeah. like the Ferrari, right? I think there's something special. Um, and it, it's the only thing that's coming to my mind right now is like, do you ever open a pomegranate and you just get like every single seat out? Like that's how <laughs> like that feeling is what Forza Horizon feels like. It's like every <laughs> single bit, every last drop is just perfect. Let me let me give you another analogy about how good Forza Horizon is. Imagine you're a seagull on a beach <laughs> and you find French fries. Oh, on, on that's just it. just you, just every Major single year. last drop <laughs> of that French fry. I don't know if "drop" is the right word for how French fry, but often like, do you dream about being a seagull? Like I need to I, know. Listen, just the freeness of like the wind under my wings. You know, the call <laughs> of the beach. Like I don't want to be a bird that like has to actually fight for its food. But like, you know, you just, you chill on the beach, you, you terrorize a nice family. The only thing better than a seagull is maybe a goose, but it's the same thing. Just on, on land, on, in a park, on a picnic. Sure. In a park. <laughs> That's not as exciting as the sea. Yeah. Well, back more importantly, Forza Horizon, they just, they feel nice. They're, yeah, they're heard, good. They I've, feel great. They feel good. I've, I've heard great things. I've seen it all over TikTok. Just people really enjoying that game. Uh, it's not really one i'm expecting to pick up it's not really me i have a lot of very calming games that i feel like people kind of use forza for and i have a lot of really um nitty-gritty chasing down really weird achievement games that i know people use forza for and so i just think it's not my deal but i know it's a great game uh also i mean i did order their controller well the controller is like, it looks sick it looks so good yeah, yeah, it's it's uh it's got magenta on it. Um It does. It does have magenta on it. It's it's beautifully colored. It's it's great. Like I ordered the controller and I was like, maybe I will, you know, try the game and then I realized, you know what, Marissa, let's not force it. Uh you still haven't played all the games you promised to play last year, so let's focus on those. Uh so <laughs> the next category was best performance. Uh so this was really interesting because if you'd asked me who I thought was going to win this category and I had had time to think about it, I actually really think that I could have just guessed this person without knowing her actual name, just her character. Yeah. Uh, so the nominations were Erica Mori from Life, Life is Strange, uh, Giancarlo Esposito from Far Cry 6, uh, Jason E. Kelly from Deathloop, Oziyama Akaga from Deathloop, which I thought was really interesting that they got two nominations. Yeah. Again, I don't know a lot about the game, but that makes me really want to play it, that they got two nominations there. And then Maggie Robertson from Resident Evil Village. And of course, that was the winner. She is the voice, if I'm not incorrect, of Lady... How am I going to mispronounce her last name? Demestricu? Yeah, Lady D. That is who she voices. Yeah. yeah zero idea of how to say that word yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm not surprised i saw big, so many people like thirsting over her in in particular on twitter but also just like people like i she was on like a live stream and people were just asking her to say lines like people were just obsessed with her she did such a great job and I feel I like if I was on a live well stream deserved. with her, I would just ask her to meow. You meow? Yeah. <laughs> I would just, I would be like, I just, why? I don't even know. Because I just, I would be so speechless. I'd be like, meow. You, but like, why would you want her to meow? Oh, I wouldn't, I don't, oh. Because she's like um, a vampire and vampires are kind of, they turn into cats sometimes. And when they turn into cats, they would go, meow. <laughs> meow. <laughs> meow. <laughs> I, uh. It's it's really. Is it like Beetlejuice? If you say many... if you say it three times, like a cat will appear. And she's like meow meow meow. <laughs> There's no, no cat. I'm, 
I'm I'm uh I'm just joking. She she did become Lady, not the actress, obviously, but Lady de the the message lady of the village of the lady resident of the evil village, village. She, she became a meme she did um, yeah and i think at one point they were like how tall like they they figured out the render of how yeah. tall like with hat the hat and she was like nine feet tall yeah crazy and they compared and her to other tall wild. like female characters <laughs> yeah and it was just like ridiculous <laughs> how tall she was and there was uh, people were modding the game to make her taller so like she wouldn't fit through doors. Like every time you, there was a mod, which is the most I've watched of any. <laughs> which is the most I've watched of any uh, TikTok about Resident Evil Village was it was just every time you looked at her, she grew a little bit. And so by the time they were like, like six they looked at her like six times she was like not fitting through the doors properly <laughs> and like she was like 20 feet tall uh really entertaining it was kind of fun when she took over twitter for a while yeah i had a good time there's a lot of memes like comparing her like godzilla it's just yeah. like <laughs> the size comparison absolutely so the next category was uh games for impact and this was not surprising to me as soon as i yeah like remembered that this was like i saw the category name i was like well i know which one's getting this one and it was life is strange true colors uh life is strange tends to deal with a lot of social messages and meanings and topics and deals with a lot of those conversations so like there there was no surprise here i think any year a life is strange game comes out it's at least going to be nominated if yeah. not win the category they handle them very For well sure. yeah um the other games that were nominated were before your eyes uh boyfriend dungeon chikori a colorful tale and no longer home i actually haven't heard a lot of those games before um boyfriend dungeon definitely grabbed my attention when i saw it for the first time because it's just like really like kind of hilarious sounding uh but I don't I like I don't know much about it to actually know to be able to speak of the game that the impact that it had, like the the thought provoking message that it had in it. Um, I, I don't know too much about the the message. I do. I looked it up really quickly. I have seen this this man in a meme. Um, it, it, it maybe not a meme, but like I've definitely seen like Twitter talking about um, this, maybe making a couple of nice pictures about it so it's definitely um like it's it's definitely a popular game maybe not as popular though because it's, I, I haven't heard anything else of it but i've definitely seen pictures of this before very good all right so i'm gonna kind of pick up the pace here because i do want to get through this and talk about a little bit of announcements so then we had best ongoing game i was really happy actually to see that call of duty nor neither <laughs> call of call of duty rather nor apex won this category yes because uh, both have been so having serious issues very so. excited that they didn't win um and i'm usually not excited that people don't win categories i just like to say that but i was very excited to see that that was not a thing but final fantasy uh 14 online did win can i can i just can i just say it real quickly this game released in 2010 this game has been going on for 11 years and it's still like, albeit their servers are a little iffy right now. Um, a lot of people have left World of Warcraft to play Final Fantasy 14. Good for you if you're one of those people I sh shout out right now. Um, however, their servers are not handling it and they are like, like if you look into it, like they are turning on their own computers and being like, okay, like this is a server now. Like there's a computer in in my basement that I used to produce or like like they used to create this game. It's like turn it on, make it a server, like yeah. <laughs> everything. Um, but this this is an 11 year old game, and they're still getting up. They got an expansion pack um like last week or like sometime uh, last month. So like this is a game that like they're still putting their heart and soul into. It's 11 years old. So the fact that it won, I'm like best ongoing game or like just ongoing game in general like this definitely deserves it i'm so happy um good job that's to the development team like they're still working on an 11 year old game like good like good on you uh yeah so we are kind of not talking we are streaming this on twitch uh so just kind of shutting that out but i do want to say 
we're kind of not mentioning a lot of comics, but I do want to throw it out to Relic uh, 1346, uh, just pointing out that the game used to be not good and it's actually really amazing now. Like that, I feel like supports this nomination and this win actually a lot. Um, just knowing that when it came out, maybe it wasn't super popular. Maybe it wasn't what everyone hoped it was. And they were just like, okay, we're not just going to like write this one off. Yeah. We're going to actually give it the community the community what they deserve and so that that's really interesting to me it just kind of supports that idea um definitely has piqued my interest in it i, I did say i was gonna pick up the pace and then i didn't so i distracted you a little here. bit so just fly yeah, you through. all right so we have best indie game uh which was won by Ke- Kina or kenna i might be pronouncing that wrong but bridge of spirits was the winner there mm-hmm. uh i was Again, oh, I sound like such a negative Nancy <laughs> negative or Nelly or something. <laughs> Nancy. But I was also really happy 12 Minutes didn't win this, even though I was kind of happy they were nominated because it was a good game to play. It, yeah. I have a lot of qualms about the story that I'm not going to get into right now. Uh, but maybe Some of the decisions they made were point. like, I, I understand why they made the decisions, but I also wanted them not to make that decision. It was a good game. Uh, the gameplay was good. The concept was great. It's just like, I wish that the story would, was a little bit different. Uh, For sure. But I'm, yep, go on. <laughs> uh, so De- Death's Door was also a nomination, Inscription, and Loop Hero, just for your guys' record. And then we have Best Debut Indie, which is was also won by the <laughs> same game. So Kenna or Kina, I think it's Kenna, uh, Bridge of Spirits, uh, Sable, The Artful Escape, The Forgotten City, and Valheim were all nominated for this. Uh, so check those out if you're looking for a great indie game. I feel like some of those might be on my list. I've heard a lot of things here. about Valheim, personally. I'm surprised it didn't win. But Okay, so then next we have the best mobile game, uh, and that was won by Genshin Impact. I don't play a lot of mobile games, so I don't have a lot to say about this category. Do you guys have any? I, I heard a lot about Genshin Impact. Yeah, it's like um, a MOBA, right? Kind of like a yeah, yeah, like a well, League of Legends kind best, of thing. It won best mobile game, so I hope I hope it's a mobile game. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, sorry, not mobile. MOBA. MOBA. Like MOBA. Sorry, sorry. I just I legit. I want it fully on record. I just heard mobile, and I was like, I'm sure you did. Yeah. You silly human being. I ran. I ran through that, and I understand the the confusion. Yeah, MOBA. Okay, that makes more sense. Okay, continue. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Then we have a best community support. Uh, which again, kind of no surprise. Uh, <laughs> no surprise. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy fourteen, 14, 14 online. Yeah. I, I, re- I do really enjoy that. Um, their their servers are struggling, but um, if you join the Argentina one, it it, it actually helps a little bit. <laughs> Please continue. <laughs> got a got a lot of interesting comments there today, <laughs> Matt. Just gotta sneak that one by. <laughs> just gotta sneak that one in there. <laughs> All right, uh, then we have best VR AR game, uh, which I just feel like I cannot believe anyone will play this <laughs> in any virtual reality, <laughs> but it was won by Resident Evil 4. So those it's people out there who like that new brave, type of game brave souls, that much, <laughs> I don't understand you, and I'm in awe. And like, I just like, I want to have a conversation with you, but why? Like, why do you, how, why, and how do you do this to yourself? <laughs> I, I think it's it, it, it's interesting, but I think that it, it has its horror games have their place in, in VR. I think oh, if you're really, if you're oh, really yeah. trying to scare yourself, I, I. I think it's in interesting is the way I'll phrase it. Yeah, I I don't disagree. I just I would love heart. to try it. Maybe it's just once. not just it's once. not your genre. <laughs> just once. I'm telling you right now. I could not do it. I would be a puddle on the floor and I would just be refusing to do anything. Like I would just nope. <laughs> That's fair. All right. I the next category was innovation 
in accessibility, and that was also won by Forza Horizon 5. Sacco, I actually know you know why this was won, so I don't know a lot about Forza yes, Horizon so, 5. Yes, so they did something that? new that I don't think uh, any other game has done so far, where they actually have an on-screen uh, ASL, so American Sign Language, interpreter. So anything said in the game, there's actually a person in the corner of the screen doing sign language so that people who are hearing impaired can understand what's happening, which I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are like, well, well, they can just read the subtitles, but I'm, I'm sure there are some deaf people who can understand sign language faster than they could read subtitles. And well, so it also adds that element. So if I, yeah, like it feels like someone's talking to you, you're not reading the quote. Someone is actually, cause it to them, that's their, their m- mode of communication. So like someone's actually communicating with them. So, so I feel like that's from a, what I understand about um, the deaf community is also like the way you use sign language. And please feel free to tell me if I'm wrong about this. <laughs> this is definitely I'm not part of that community. So I'm I'm just going off secondhand knowledge. But uh, the way you use sign language is also very expressive of tone and mm. Yeah. So without those indicators, like, yeah, you can read a subtitle and be like, okay, that's what they said. But then if they're being said in a certain tone or with certain inflections, that's yeah. actually made really a little bit more um, obvious with the way that they sign. You know, there might be a little bit more impact in the signing of the language. Yeah. Like, so, so maybe that... they'll be excited if you like won the race or whatever. Right. Like. Yeah. So you kind of know the tone and then you can start to play around with elements of speech that are common, right? So that element of writing where you can use things like sarcasm and stuff like that without it being potentially lost a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, So that's really interesting. interesting. I think that's super great to see that. I love that that they did something like that for sure. Absolutely. Okay. So the next category was the best action game. Uh, Some great nominations here. So Back for Blood. Chivalry 2, Deathloop, and Far Cry 6. Uh, the winner was actually Returnal. So I thought that was interesting. I know lots of people really love Back for Blood, and I was yeah. a little bit shocked it didn't actually take the category. Uh, I think that just says a lot about Returnal. Yeah. I, it says sure. a lot about Returnal. I'm also r- really surprised how many things Deathloop got nominated for. Yeah, Deathloop um, was all on this list quite a bit. It was pretty I, much the Hades of this year. Yeah. I didn't Sounds hear like too it, much yeah. about it other than like the initial like like it was like a launch trailer or like a like an early development trailer and they're like we're making this game and I was like oh that looks interesting and then I didn't really hear anything else about it but now it's like on every single list so like I don't know if I'm just not in the loop oh not in the not death in loop, the loop. <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys I had a frappuccino at work so I'm a little wonky today not a frappuccino. Really, a frappuccino? Did, yeah. That's surprising. You usually don't drink those. I, I usually don't drink frappuccinos, and I'm not even lying. I did drink one today because we illegally blended a cranberry bliss bar into one. Illegally? So don't. Yeah, we're not supposed <laughs> to blend food in the blender, so we're getting off topic. You can edit this out of the <laughs> podcast. We're not supposed to uh, blend food in the blenders, but I threw a cranberry bliss, or one of the coworkers was like, hey, Matt, can I blend this? And I was like, yeah, if you ask me, I'm going to say no, so I'm going to turn around real quick. Just save me some. For legal purposes, <laughs> if there's anyone at higher up in Starbucks that yeah. is listening to this podcast, one, no, you did not hear that, and two, <laughs> that was legally a joke, so. Yeah. Allegedly. The next category was the best action adventure game. Again, lots of great nominations. We've heard them throughout the list, uh, but Metroid Dread won this one. So I was actually really excited to see that because I, it's not a game I play, but I I was like really excited that for the people I know who are really excited about the game, like I was glad for them that they won. Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, I thought that that was really, really fabulous. A uh, little bit surprised Resident Evil Village didn't take it though. I think that that was really interesting. And then we have a category I do want to talk a little bit about. So best RPG. Obviously, I have a lot of stake in this game because I <laughs> love my RPGs. Uh, so there I weren't think a lot released in. No, there weren't a lot released, yeah. which is why I think it's hilarious that the biggest RPG that was released, which was Cyberpunk 2077, was still nominated despite the fact of its atrocious launch. And then didn't win 
which is really funny because I don't think you often see that something from a studio like that getting a nomination, which would surprise a lot of people. So they didn't quite get snubbed, but they should have. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. they didn't win, which is almost like kind of like a bigger statement in my yeah. opinion. I don't know. I don't know how people feel about that. I when I saw it was nominated, I was like, if it takes that category, like I'm going to be pissed. Like, I don't care how good the RPG elements eventually became. The game was a disaster it, when it launched. Yeah, um, I, like, so they the, almost nominated it just to be like, hey, remember this game exists? Yeah, <laughs> we're not, it's not winning. We're just, hey, remember this game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that could have been it. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Five uh, sure. was also nominated, and then Tales of Arise won. So yeah, I just thought the biggest thing was Cyberpunk one getting nominated, and then like <laughs> also the shock of it, like not winning, even though it's. Like the, it's a, it was a huge like, game, yeah. Like I just think that's really interesting that yeah, their their shitty launch kind of caught up with them. But I almost think pulling the nomination from them would have been even kind of funnier. But <laughs> I'll move on. Uh, so best fighting game: uh, Demon Slayer, Slayer, Guilty Gear, Metally, Melty, sorry, Melty Blood. Melty blood. Uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl and Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown were all nominated and Guilty Gear Strive was the winner. Uh, the best family game. Matt, you mentioned this before, that the game of the year yes. went to the best spoilers. family game. So spoilers, it takes two was the winner. And uh, the honorable mentions were Mario Party Superstars, New Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World, plus Bowser's Fury, and WarioWare Get It Together. One of these things is not like the other one. <laughs> <laughs> they were all Nintendo games. And then... Yeah. Well, those, those are all, they're all really good games. I think, like... Like, they're just... They're, like, mini... They're mostly mini games, like Mario Party yeah. and, like, WarioWare... And even like Pokemon Snap, like it's a good game, but like all you do is take po- pictures of Pokemon. Like they're they're not like huge games, but like it takes two. Like come on, yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean the one game of the year, you it's gonna win. Its it won. Category. It won game of the year. You know, it's like yeah. it's bigger than Shrimp on the Bobby. Shrimp on the Bobby. Oh, is it Australian Shrimp on the Barbie? <laughs> no, can't not, don't knock it till you try it. Right? Okay. All right. Uh, so the best sports and racing game. I don't think this is even really worth discussing. Obviously, Forza Horizon Five. Obviously, that Forza. One home. Yeah. I do feel like it's funny. I had no idea there was a Hot Wheels Unleashed that was really. I also yeah. did not know that. Yo, that game so, actually looks. It's it looks fun. I'm, I might not play it, but it looks fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then we are into best sim and strategy game. Sacco, this I one know was you a little a bit. Yeah, I know you have a lot to say <laughs> about this category, but I'm going to say so. The nominations were Age of Empires Four, Evil Genius Two, World Domination, Humankind, Inscription, and the grand old Microsoft Flight Simulator, which I was surprised didn't win. I I also thought it was going to be Flight Simulator, but Age of Empires Four won, and it's a, it's I a big love game. it. Is it is it, and like I um. I didn't play a lot of Age of Empires. I played a lot of Age of Mythology, which is in the same series. It was just they made it based on mythology instead of like actual historical combat. But I did play Age of Empires 4 because uh, it was on Game Pass. And it is it is a fantastic game. I do love the way they went with the campaigns because you relive like parts of history from like Britain and Russia and like the main fact factions that you can play as. Um, and the way they did it was really cool because they like superimposed the battles on modern like I played through the English one, so on modern England, and so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I was surprised Microsoft Flight Simulator didn't win. I mean, it's still a Microsoft game, so Microsoft still took home the trophy. But um, that's that's the most important part. Yeah, yeah, great, great game. Both are great games. Um, can't recommend either enough. But yeah, surprised that uh, it was Age of Empires Four. 
All right. And then the next category was best multiplayer game. Not shockingly, this was taken by It Takes Two. Uh, Back for Blood, Knockout City, which we've heard a lot about from our friends over in 1H1D that we should play. Yes, he's uh, still waiting for us to play that. Still waiting for <laughs> us to play that. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim were all nominated. Again, no shock there with It Takes Two taking that home. And then we have the uh, interesting categories that I never feel like I'm like current enough to keep up with, which is the content creator of the year, which was Dream. Uh, Good for that. That's not the one that would really <laughs> shock me. It was uh, the best esports athlete. I just, uh, I I love how they write their names and then they put their like gamer tags. In yeah, them. like it's like they're like rappers or something. Like it just it makes me giggle every time. Yeah. But uh, that was too simple. Spelt with a one. Very important. Uh, the best <laughs> esports coach was KKOMA, which was. I'm thinking um, KKOMA. KKOMA. Yeah. Probably. Thank you. Uh, best esports event was the 2021 League of Legends World Championship. Uh, no surprise there. Not really surprising. <laughs> Uh, best esports game was shockingly also League of Legends. League of Legends, yeah. <laughs> and then the best esports team was Natus uh, Vincere G uh, CSGO. And uh, I don't know enough it's about CSGO. esports to pretend. Yeah, so that's that's the game. Uh, Should have let you announce these categories, Taco. What is what is the CS? All. I know I know the GO is global offensive. What's the, what's the CS again? Combat Strike. Counter-Strike. 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 That's it. Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike global offensive. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been fatal. <laughs> that could have been. That yeah. was almost as bad as a potato to the head. <laughs> was it really, eh? All right. And then we get to uh, the most anticipated game category, which uh, had some great... Like, this one I actually, like, when I looked at the list of nominations before the Game Awards, I wasn't really sure uh, which one was going to take it. But uh, the the games were Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, uh, the sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which they have not released <laughs> uh, a name for. <laughs> the unnamed so, sequel. So specifically, it's unnamed. Sorry, I must chime in. Oh, wait, before no, you go, I, uh, the, yeah. the last game was Starfield as well. Oh, okay. well, yes, 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 Starfield. Yeah. Um, go on. They, uh, they say they don't want to release the name because it's going to spoil it. I don't. Don't know why that's their plan, but uh, they said the name that they've made for like it. They're gonna spoil. have to release it eventually before the game <laughs> like, comes out. Oh, well, yeah, just, you pick up the disc, it's not gonna say, or like the you're, case, you're it's like, not gonna I'm, say untitled. I'm here for Breath of the Wild 2 unnamed. Yeah. Yeah. Please, uh, you unlock yeah, so the game when you beat so the game. It. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was an interesting category though, because like, like looking at all those games, I actually don't know which one would be mostly anticipated, uh, but it went to Elden Ring. Which is cool. I, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I was gonna be like, I'm surprised, but I'm. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. It's, I'm it's, not surprised. Yeah, like I, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if I would have guessed probably beforehand, I probably would have guessed Horizon Forbidden West or Starfield, just because. But maybe those those are just the pockets of Twitter that I live yeah. on. Very niche. But I think I like know, Horizon Sac- Forbidden West and God of War were both nominated last year, weren't they? I don't know about Horizon Forbidden West. I don't know West, about Horizon for- Forbidden West. I know God of God War, of War was-, was on last and God of War won last year, didn't it? Uh I believe so. Yeah, so yeah, I mean that's not surprising they didn't win again. Like you like so. Okay, so really quickly, we don't have much time left in this podcast. But I do want to hear kind of your let's make a promise for next year so we can critique ourselves. So, Matt, you first, which game on this list? Anything that was mentioned in any category that you will have played by next year? I don't want to set myself up for failure. So I will promise that I will play It Takes Two. Very good. <laughs> because we were already exactly. planning on playing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I feel like I would have said Age of Empires if I didn't already play it. Um, but I'll probably go Deathloop. I think I'll I think I'll play Deathloop. I think it's I like the answer. concept. So I think I'll go with with uh with Deathloop. Well, you know me, I have to kind of be the keener of the group. So I think I'm gonna actually say three. 
and we'll see how Three. well I hold up next year. Yeah, so it's going to be. I cannot wait to set it takes you down. Two. Okay. Uh, it takes two because me and Matt are going to stream that. We already had plans to do that. We were just kind of setting up dates and stuff for that. So that will be easy to get off that list. Uh, Deathloop was definitely on there. I at least want to try it. I just feel like I've had enough people recommend it to me that I should at least try it so I can be like, wow, that was terrible or wow, that was great. And then Life is Strange True Colors. I really did want to play this game. Uh, this fall has just kind of gotten away from me. And I meant to stream it, and it just kind of never worked out. So I will say those three. I will have at least tried them. I'm not promising I've played them for too, too long, but I will at least have tried them by next year. I can't wait to to do this again in a year and, and remind you of all of the errors in your ways. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. If you like what you heard, Make sure you go follow us on Twitch. Uh, it is twitch.tv slash groundheathens. Uh, give us a follow or a sub over there. We appreciate the hell out of both. We also have plenty of social media channels for you to follow. Our main ones are Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. So give us a follow on one of those. We are at groundheathens on all. Otherwise, thank you one more time for listening to today's podcast. And as always, we will definitely catch you in the next one. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, so that, I feel like there's lots of games that are anticipated. Uh, all three of us just immediately, like, chat. Well, we gotta look. <laughs> chat. The chat is present. Oh, it's a, it's a Warhammer game. Warhammer 40k game. Speaking of Warhammer, you know who likes Warhammer? Henry Cavill. Yes, yes, he does. I, yeah. I did. I saw that interview <laughs> that on TikTok clip? as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So I'm gonna go Should back into um, recording mode. mode. Yeah.